Bruce Lawn. The Super Bowl kicked off in Los Angeles with the Los Angeles Rams making a comeback and winning the entire thing. It was it was pretty spectacular. I didn't watch it, and I'll tell you why I didn't watch it at the very end of this video. But Charlie Kirk, the world-famous Charlie Kirk, founder of Turning Point USA, Charlie Kirk, pull up to your local uber-conservative church, Charlie Kirk, and do a seminar on whatever it is he does a seminar on, decided to give some of his commentary about the halftime show. Now, we're going to look at some of the halftime show. Uh, I'm not going to play the audio, but I'll give you guys my thoughts on it and unpack all of this and whether this is good or not so this is charlie kirk's thoughts the nfl is now the league of sexual anarchy the halftime show should not be allowed on television you guys don't know what happened at the halftime show there was a performance by dr dre uh eminem snoop 50 Cent, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, and for those of you guys that are a are, are really musical connoisseur, they even had Anderson Pack on the drums. I said immediately after telling my wife, this is one of the best halftime shows I've ever seen, she sent me this. And this is the tweet that reads, everybody born between 1985 and 1995 saw the Super Bowl halftime show lineup and was like, sweet. Instead of doing a show for old people like Rolling Stones or Paul McCartney or The Who, they did one for us young people. And then 10 seconds later, it hit us. It hit us that we're old, fam. That this is our Rolling Stones. This is our <laughs> this is our our Paul McCartney. This is our Beatles, right? If you grew up in the 80s, the 90s, th this <laughs> this was it, right? So, uh let's look at some of the footage from the Super Bowl. Hope that they were angry that, that apparently Snoop was smoking weed uh right before he went on stage. Okay? Uh surprise surprise and uh and so this is dre it actually starts out with this like really cool like makeshift mixer they had for him i thought it was fake at first but as i saw it more i was like man that's a real ssl console just totally whited out by the way that's like a hundred thousand console they use that as a prop for this okay i'm not sure if they're ever going to use that again so they have some dancers 50 cent came out like he was spider-man all right he came down from the top whoosh, he almost sits you with the with the webs, and he did in the club. Now, in the club was a huge song back when I was right out of high school. And what people probably don't know is that this is a, basically a reenactment of the music video. This is it. This is as bad as it got. They then had more Snoop. Then Mary J. Blige came out. She did her thing. And the most interesting part to me, by the way, uh, was Kendrick's part because they used this like uh, uh, auto camera effect. It was so dope that even Candace Owens said it was dope. Yes, the Candace Owens. She said, this is an excellent Super Bowl halftime performance. Undeniable hip-hop and R&B excellence. Delivered at a capacity where even Miss Candace Owens said it was dope. And so, um, my question would be, who's showing more skin? There's cheerleaders at these things. And this, 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 this argument that like this is sexual anarchy and shouldn't be on TV, whereas every single sporting event has barely dressed, barely dressed cheerleaders. And for some reason, that isn't sexual anarchy. Um, and then it makes me think, like, has Char some of you, have you guys never left your house? Have you never left your basement? Have you never stepped out and went uh, to any, any sporting event anywhere? Like, I was at a high school basketball game, and you know what? They had dancers, and, and you know what? Their, their clothes fit. 
And you know what? They showed a tad bit of skin. Have you never went to the beach? Have you never went to, like, you never watched the UFC? You've never watched anything? So, like, is this is this purity culture, again, is this purity culture, again, demonizing the, the female body just because of the, the, the female body, regardless of what it's doing, right? And the issue with the Charlie Kirk is that it's, it's complete and utter hypocrisy. You will look past the cheerleaders. You will look past every other sporting event. You will look past going to a ballet show. You will look past uh, uh, volleyball. You will look past track and, track and field. You will look past everything else. But for some reason, the hip-hop halftime show is, 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 is the league of sexual anarchy, and it should not be allowed on television. See, this is where conservatives consistently take else is fighting goofy culture wars instead of letting their ideas be known as the things they're recognized by personal responsibility upward mobility entrepreneurialism the american dream instead it's guys like charlie kirk making goofy statements like this over obviously hypocritical things and honestly just kind of comes off like a creep my brother if this is making you stumble, you got some other issues. If this is making you stumble, but J-Lo and Shakira didn't do nothing for you last year, you got some other issues. I had somebody leave me a comment, and this is, again, this is the insanity. This is the insanity of the culture war stuff. I had somebody leave me a comment today, and I'm not exaggerating. I should have screenshotted it. And their comment was that my Ruslan drop, I'll play you guys the drop again. Ruslan. That drop causes them to stumble and is a sexual trigger for them. I am not exaggerating. This was said to me today. Fam, that is one of my closest friends' adopted daughter when she was 14 years old simply saying my name. There was nothing sexually implied by that. There was nothing about that, that drop that we did from oh, it was over 10 years ago that was intended to make anyone think anything special or sexual or provocative. This is the issue with the culture wars. And it's like right, right when people pull up and things are starting to shift in the climate. When people are start when it's like, yo, hey man, like. Gosh, people are tired of the um, the lockdowns, and and it's and it, and, and the le- the radical left seems to be really on some other stuff as of late. And right as like things are starting, to, they're coming after Rogan. They're doing all these crazy. Right as right as you get Charlie Kirk pulling up and just killing the whole vibe. This is not what you want to be known by conservatives. Okay, and so I tagged a bunch of my conservative friends. I tagged Zuby. I tagged my man Angel. I tagged PBD. I said, "Y'all gotta check your own. You you gotta check your own. You have to have this internal conversation. It's not saying that every lyric in this song is godly or affirming. Of course, we're not saying that. No one's saying that. No one is like, yeah, 50 cent for the gospel winning. No one is saying that. No one is saying that this is godly or this is Christian. No one is saying that. What we are saying is in the same way we would watch a football game where men with helmets are encouraged to hit hit each other and we celebrate the excellence of that. In the same way we would watch the Olympics and say, wow, they're doing magnificent things with their body that the 
average person can't do. In the same way, we would look at the NBA. In the same way, we would look at any other discipline and say there's excellence there. We should be able to look at a predominantly black art form, which is hip-hop music, and say, you know what? I may not agree with all the content. I may not agree with with what they're representing and, and, and what's behind some of the messaging, but I have to give them props to say that was an excellent performance. Romans says that God's gifts are without repentance. In Exodus, it talks about how God wires different people creatively and gives them different gifts. So even though, as far as I know, no one on that Super Bowl stage is, you know, actively walking with Jesus with the caveat of maybe Kendrick Lamar, I don't know. But we've heard murmurings that he shows up at marriage conferences, all that kind of stuff. But but, but we should be able to acknowledge and say, that's excellent. I may not agree with everything else that goes into it, but that's excellent. They worked hard at their craft. There's some degree of, 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 of a God-given talent there, and that's excellent. And we, can, we should be able to acknowledge that as followers of Jesus without it sounding like a total embrace of every single thing that comes attached with that. I'll give you an example. We look at other cultures, and some of you guys have traveled internationally, and maybe you'll go to a country like, oh, I don't know, China or somewhere else, India, right? And, and, and they clearly have other religions, other gods, other things. But we would all go there and we'd say, you know what? That's a beautiful culture. The food, the, the customs, the Great Wall of China, all of that. We would say, you know what? That's a beautiful culture. China's a beautiful culture. Chinese people, amazing, beautiful, beautiful culture, right? And then... We would enjoy the culture. Now, that doesn't mean we're endorsing communism. That doesn't mean you're endorsing everything else that comes along with it. See, Christians have this really bizarre, heretical, Gnostic view that if you can't fully endorse something, that you have to fully reject something. If you can't fully endorse everything around a specific culture, and no culture is 100% godly, but no culture is 100% godless either. If you can't fully endure, embrace everything about the culture, you got to reject. And we don't apply this to anywhere else. We don't apply this to going to missionary trips in South America or Mexico. We don't apply it to anywhere. But for some reason, certain pockets of culture in America consistently get rejected as if they're absolutely beyond the redemptive work of Jesus. And this is sad, friends. This is sad because this is not how you persuade people. This is not how you win people over. This is not how you do. In the same way, you wouldn't say, man, everything about this demographic of people, you don't do that with this. You can acknowledge that hip-hop as an art form is extremely unique and that it literally came out of one of the darkest times in the Bronx of New York City where they didn't have music programs, so they started taking vinyl records and chopping up beats and rapping over them, and they literally made something with nothing. They didn't have instruments, so they took records and they juggled beats and they started rapping. So I don't remember any godly Super Bowl performances either. I don't know. I don't know what we're looking at. What are we measuring at? But for some reason, when there's a hip-hop thing, all of a sudden, all you guys come out. All of a sudden, all you guys come out, and you're like, oh, this is debauchery. This is sexual anarchy. Oh, my gosh, this is so bad. And listen, you can believe what you want to believe, man. If you, if you think that there are certain cultures and certain art forms that are beyond re- redemption, you can believe whatever you want to believe. But it's heretical, and this definitely is not the channel for you. This is absolutely not the channel for you. 
there's tons of other channels that are going to tell you everything about the world is evil and everything about this is evil. But if you can't acknowledge that a non-believer can do something excellent with the gift and the wiring that God gave them, by the way, without having the cognitive understanding that you can reject the parts that they represent that are sinful, friend, I don't know how, I don't know how you're going to function in this day and age. I don't know how you can go outside. I don't know how you can leave your house. I don't know how you can go to the gym. I don't know how you can go to the beach. I don't know how you can go on vacation. I don't know how you can go to a football game, a basketball game, a track and field event. I don't know how you're going to do it. But let's not pick apart specific parts and say, oh, look at them rappers. That's that hip-hop. That's that devil's music. You sound ignorant and you sound stupid and you sound like you're a Gnostic person and that you believe anything material and everything physical is inherently evil and can only be used in a context of Christian culture. That is not the gospel. See, the gospel goes, we were so far gone in our decisions and our choices to rebel against God that we couldn't earn our way to God, even by our good works, even by trying to create, quote unquote, good culture or religious culture or ritualistic culture. We couldn't do that. You, we couldn't do that. And so God, Jesus in the flesh, the second person in the Trinity, decides to step into a material, physical world and come on this side of eternity and live the life we couldn't live amongst people that were in my opinion, substantially worse than what you saw on, on, on that screen. Amongst people that were prostitutes, that were tax collectors, meaning they were, they were, they were, they were uh, taking advantage of their own people, right? That, that, that were wild people. And they called him a friend of sinners. And he never compromised. And he enjoyed the customs of the day. And he was amongst the people. He loved on the people. And some of them followed him and some of them rejected him. And some of them followed him and then also crucified him. But that didn't change Jesus' approach. That didn't change that Jesus was ultimately about loving people regardless of how jacked up they were. And he was able to enjoy the culture that he was a part of. He was able to turn water into wine. First miracle at a wedding. Make that make sense for me. It doesn't make sense. It shows that Jesus was here to be amongst the people, to love the people, to enjoy the company of people. And so this whole like goofy, bizarre culture war, I'm telling you, especially if you're conservative, hear me loud and clear. If you're conservative, this is not how you win. This is not how you win over Gen Z. This is not how you win over. This is not how you win over the next generation. This is not how you persuade people. This is how, and, and not saying anything when Charlie Kirk does this just makes it look like you're, you're all for it. Oh, yeah, this is good. And not to mention the goofy undertones of this, where there's countless uh, non-black artists that perform and no one says anything. And yet, for whatever reason, when it's, when it's, when it's a predominantly black cast, all of a sudden it's sexual anarchy. And, like, do you not understand how tone deaf you sound to, to a, 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 a community and a party that already thinks you don't like them? So I didn't watch the Super Bowl. You know why? I take serious issue with the NFL. Those of you guys that have seen the movie Concussion, you know some of the stuff that happened behind the scenes where they knew there was CTE and brain damage happening on their athletes, and they covered it up. And ever since I found that out and I had friends in the league and I saw brothers in the league locally, like the church I got saved at, Junior Seau went to, and I saw him at his peak, when he was healthy, when he was amazing, when he was still in the league. And then a couple years later, I saw him, unfortunately, end his own life. I didn't see him, but it was in my community. 
was working with people related to him. And I saw that, and, and, and I saw that they, they kept covering up the obvious information. And for that reason, I, I just, I can't get down with the NFL. It's a personal conviction of mine. Can't do it. Not watching the Super Bowl, not watching the NFL. Haven't watched a game in years. Last time I, I went, I went to a game in like 2016. It was the last Chargers game here at the San Diego, uh, the, the Hewan Chargers in San Diego. Last time. Because I just, I can't get down with an institution that covers up something so obvious. Not to mention all the other stuff. However... I didn't feel the need to go online and to shame all of you guys that did watch the Super Bowl. I didn't need to do that. I didn't need to rain on your parade. I didn't need to tell you guys these people were being promoted to hit it. And all my biases and all my biases from being impacted by, I didn't need to do that. I kept it to myself. Kept it to myself. Personally impacted by, in my opinion, a very nasty, corrupt league. Very nasty, corrupt institution that kept covering it up, knowing that this brother's right now struggling from head trauma, and they covered it up, and they didn't take care of them. I'm not endorsing it, but I don't care if you do. I'm not going to go out of my way and say that. And so to me, what I just described, like the seriousness of what I just described, is substantially worse than 50 Cent coming down like Spider-Man and with some girls dancing around him. Substantially worse. That's an institutional issue. You want to talk about rappers, family, and like, stop it. And so I say that to say, not to make anybody feel bad for watching the Super Bowl. You want to watch the Super Bowl and follow your conscience. I'm not watching it. But I, I say that to say, we don't need to go and explain and, and, and dunk and rain on every single uh, 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 joy that people have because you have a different perspective or a different conviction on something. Some opinions just need to be kept to yourself. Just keep that junk to yourself, Charlie. No one cares. And now... You're, you're the freaking meme of the week. Everybody's laughing. You sound outlandish. You, you honestly sound like a weirdo. Like, you sound like you need some help. Might need to take my Master My Habits course. Really consider that. And this is the kind of stuff that's a black eye on the gospel. So the kind of stuff that's a black eye on, on conservatives that are trying to push culture over. No one's upset. No one's upset if you don't want to watch the Super Bowl halftime show because you're not a fan of rap music. Because, like, Ben Shapiro, you don't think it's real music or, you know, whatever. Like, okay. All right, cool, don't watch it, man. I'm not mad at you. But to go out of your way and to drop this thing publicly, it just, it just shows how silly it is. Put something together to kind of fuse the scriptural Bible study side as well as the therapy side that I've been doing with my therapist, Dr. Rudy. It is called Freedom Forming Habits, Mastermind Habits. It's a free course I put together, completely free, to help people create some resources, uh, getting some freedom with areas where they're addicted in, okay? So specifically, if you're wrestling with sexual addiction, porn, that sort of thing. This course is for you. Check it out. It's at mastermyhabits.com or the link in the description. And I hope that it blesses you. Okay, guys. So anyway, let me know what you guys think. Peace. Kingstream Entertainment. Bruce Lawn. Thank you so much for making it to the end of the video. Be sure to check out some of the free resources in the description, including a Master My Habits course with a, my therapist, Dr. Rudy, a free Master My Devo course on how to study the Bible, and a free niche training if you're looking to get into the Christian YouTube space. And check out some of these other videos recommended for me and YouTube to you. All right? Peace.